I'm glad to be with you again today. Uh, we are working up to the Christmas story and looking at Luke chapter 1. Luke also wrote Acts. And uh, when you put Luke and Acts together, you find some wonderful theology about the role of the Holy Spirit related to the work of Jesus. And so it's not surprising that in the Christmas story, the Holy Spirit is mentioned four times in Luke 1 and three times in Luke chapter 2. And in Luke chapter 1, uh, in the four times, two, twice it's related to males, but twice it's related to females. Um, the angel of God has just come to Mary. Mary said, I'm a virgin, how can I have a child? And the Holy Spirit will overshadow you, and the one who was born in you will be the Son of God. Uh, so you see the Holy Spirit there. And then, uh, the second time it relates to fem a female is, is in chapter uh, 1 of Luke and verse 39. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. We've already seen that story. Zachariah and Elizabeth, elderly, uh, and without children all of their lives. Now Elizabeth's pregnant uh, uh, by, by the promise and work of God, and she is bearing John the Baptist. And so when she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth, and when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby, this is John the Baptist, still in her womb, thank God she didn't abort him, uh, the baby leaped in her womb, uh, touched by the Holy Spirit. Already, already the angel of the Lord had told Zachariah that John the Baptist would be filled with the Spirit even while he was still in his mother's womb because of the very unique call on John's life to be the forerunner for the Messiah. But when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, she's already six months pregnant, and the baby leaps in her womb. And it says Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Something just of the Spirit just came over her, over Elizabeth. And then she speaks. I know that in the contemporary church, there's a lot of debate about whether women should speak. Um, I, wanted, I want to tell you, I, I believe Luke acts in, in part, Luke intentionally is relating the work of the Holy Spirit half the time in Luke chapter 1 to women and not just to men. He's laying the foundation for what we'll see in Acts chapter 2, where God uses both men and women as his mouthpiece. And she becomes like God's mouthpiece here. And in a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed, and she speaks prophetically here, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child that you will bear. And, and why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? And as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. That somehow, even that developing fetus in her womb, which was more than just a tissue mass, uh, was touched by the Spirit of God and leaped for joy. And in that moment when she sees Mary, we have no indication she had much of the backstory here, but she sees Mary, and the Spirit of God just does what the Spirit of God does, just reveals Jesus. And, uh, and Mary is filled with the Holy Spirit. Or, or Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit at the sight of Mary. Now let's go Luke to, to Luke's other book, Acts. It's the day of Pentecost, the power of the Holy Spirit comes and falls upon them, men and women, and they're speaking in tongues, which was a supernatural sign that God is making all of us his mouthpiece to the world, male and female. And so in verse 17 
of Luke 2, Peter gets up to describe this. He quotes the Old Testament prophet Joel, and he said, In the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your sons and daughters. Your young men will see vision. Old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. So Luke makes a point to tell the story the way he does in Luke chapter 1, of course telling the truth, but emphasizing those things that would make a direct connection to Acts chapter 2, that both men and women are touched by the Spirit and speak his word. And so, Lord, we pray, no matter who we are, may we not write ourselves off, but, Lord, may you use us, fill us with your Spirit. Lord, you, even as in this holiday season, help us to speak your word. Help us in the right moments, in the right way, at the right times, uh, to testify that you have risen from the dead and you are the hope of the world and that you can become our Savior and our Lord. Make us, Lord, your mouthpiece as we receive the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. <music>